0: Happy Thursday, y'all. You're listening to Marcy Lynn once again on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, broadcasting live downtown. Yes, I'm downtown today in New Haven. We're streaming live on TuneIn Radio. You can go to newhavenindependent.org. And you can also go to Facebook and look up New Haven Independent and see me live as well. How's everybody's week been? I'm hoping wonderful. Mine's been better than fantastic. And my guest today is running a little bit behind. Unfortunately, she had some sleeping issues last night. But, you know, I can imagine coming to New England from Senegal. She's got some issues with the cold. So when she gets on, I will be asking her the questions. In the interim, I'm going to give you a little bit about myself for those of you that may not know me. You may know me from the show that I had with Jose, um, the morning show. But who is Marcy Lynn? Marcy Lynn is a native of Hamden, but New Hamden and New Haven are the same. So keep in mind that this show is meant for us to lift up and encourage the people in our specific community that are doing things that we may not know. So it looks like the brilliant and beautiful Hanan Hameen has joined us. Hi, Hanan. Hi, Marcy. How are you? I am wonderful. It's so good to see your face. I love to see your face.
1: Thanks for having me. Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, You're just brilliant. So I know you know you, and I want the mm-hmm. others to know you. So, I'm going to act like I don't know you today. Okay. So, <laughs> Today, I need you to tell me who you are.
1: So, okay, so, Hanan. So, for those who do not know me, know me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Hanan Hami. I am a New York native by way of New Haven. My parents are... Iman Hameen also known as Robin Roper to the 1970 Hill House crew <laughs> all right and um and the Howard University crew mm-hmm. and um my father is Jesse Cheese Hameen uh, mm-hmm. we are Kilpatrick's mm-hmm. so those of so many of you here in New Haven know the Kilpatrick's yes Davis yes with Edwards and it goes on and on and on yes. but um But I'm a Kilpatrick. I'm actually the first born Oh, My brothers were born Kilpatrick. I'm the first one who has Hameen on their birthday. Oh, wonderful.
0: See, (laughs) I'm learning stuff already. See, you're Mm -hmm. starting already. Arts (laughs) education. Yes.
1: (laughs) And my parents, they met and married in New Haven and moved to New York because my father being a world-renowned jazz musician, Mm -hmm. you know, unfortunately, you know, New Haven is a very supportive place, but we all know when it comes to the arts. Most people end up having to go, you know, to New York or Mm -hmm. other places. And then we're able to come back, you know, which is a whole other conversation. Yes, 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 yes. Which they're doing a great job now of working on that. I'm very proud of what the city (sighs) is is doing um, in that regard. But because of that, my father, my parents moved to New York. So me and my brothers, we were raised in New York. Mm So that's how I got to the Bronx. Mm. (laughs) And my family came to New Haven. From
0: the great migration so we've been
1: here for a very very very
0: long time Mm -hmm. yes 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 so Mm. i just love well you know my nephew cj who you taught is at howard now so it's amazing that he's there and oh man the whole bison thing he's got the baby bison you know jersey and everything else but you are just a beautiful dancer and drummer, and your aura just brings peace when you come around us because we know you're gonna bring us not only entertainment, but you're gonna bring a beautiful spirit. So, with your dancing and drumming, what got you into that? Like, what was that for you? What drove you to it besides the fact that you have a musical family?
1: <laughs> okay, so besides that, so well, that was my introduction, mm-hmm. and actually, it's very interesting because. My father, yes, my father's a drummer. My mother is a filmmaker, Mm -hmm. educator. She Mm -hmm. also was a dancer. Mm -hmm. She's co-founder. She was the co-founder of the Major Ratchet Howard. Oh, wow. But but the reason why I started dancing was for health reasons. Mm. Because I was born pigeon-toed. Uh-oh. You know, my feet were all the way in. Just pigeon-toed. You
0: didn't have the knock knee and pigeon-toed thing going on, did you? Not, no, not
1: not not me. Okay. I was p- extremely yeah. pigeon oh, I was wow. pigeon toed to the point where I had those shoes, oh. those hard shoes that mm-hmm. had the bar mm-hmm. connecting mm-hmm. them, so yeah. to keep my feet straight. Oh wow! My feet would just go in. I sat oh. down. My mother said I would just stop, and my feet would go oh, in. Oh wow! So I kind of started walking and dancing at the same time. All right. Um, because once they took the bars off, mm-hmm. uh, the shoes off, I was like, you know, ready to go.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, so I started dancing at two. My mother put me in ballet because in ballet, everything is turned out. Uh, so that's how I started formally dancing at mm-hmm. two years old. So from there, it was just a natural thing. It was something that just exuded out of me. And when I was five, I started taking classes with Baba Olatunji. Mm. And then I was very blessed with the, the experiences that I had. And then also being in New York, I was that's able amazing. to. That's amazing to dance and this is you know we're talking about the early 80s because so, so this is i was able to dance with the pioneers and mm-hmm. if not the the pioneers themselves with those who were taught by the pioneers mm-hmm. so from so after that at age seven i went to a dance school in the bronx called mind builders mm-hmm. which is still in existence and my african teacher there was mama wilhelmina taylor yes. who is a pioneer dancer definitely. who was part of the the chuck davis dance company and yes. so, so many so many other um, yes. companies and things that she has these, done. this
0: is history so, you need to look these people up you know yes definitely <laughs> look these people definitely.
1: up. definitely and her drummer was was philip spanky williamson wow who my dad so and he also comes with the same you know same lineage yes. and you know yes, so yes, i was yes. with her from age seven and she oh my goodness I have to tell you this story. I walked into her class mm-hmm. again, I was seven years old, mm-hmm. right? And Mama Taylor throws me in the teen class with the most advanced dance you could ever do in your life. <laughs>
0: and I'm sure you rocked that.
1: I did after I sat down and cried first. <laughs> I like, wait. I <laughs> like, no, you don't wait, want to I don't want do it. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> and then she came, Are you finished? Yeah. Because I, like, yeah, I went and I sat down and I ate. She said, like, Eat your food. You went. I, and then she said, like, You finished? Yes. Said, "Yeah." She said, like, Get over there. Mm-hmm. I said, All right. But that's partly where my confidence comes from to where whatever you throw at me, I'm just going to do it because I know I'm going to get it. That's so beautiful. So, you, yeah, it goes into that,
0: my next question, too, because yeah. your training experience. And it's just, it's amazing. The names that you're saying, I'm going, New York, New York. This is the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yes. Because I'm thinking Alvin Ailey, I'm thinking all the, mm-hmm. you know. Because those are the names that people know. But the names that you're mentioning are our history names. Those are the names that we need to know so we can know like the background of our dance specifically, not
1: exactly just
0: New Haven. But our dance, even in New Haven, stems from a lot of those people that you mentioned. So
1: yes, and Boba Chuck used to come to New Haven. Mm-hmm. Used to come to Bone Peters
0: yes yes so
1: there is a, a, a connection there mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. New, well new haven was that yeah i'm gonna have elaine
0: home. on to talk about bone peters i i, I can't yes. wait to do that but um yeah, that so beyond that, that mm-hmm. let's get into some of your training experience because i
1: just mm-hmm.
0: okay just so after <laughs> so
1: after mama taylor mm-hmm. totally just you know put a battery in my back <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that button went, drives a bunny <laughs> yes I went I went, I went to... So this kind of ties in with my education experience. Okay. Um, but um, because because of how my parents are, my mother being an educator, mm-hmm. and also them being Pan-African, Muslim, mm-hmm. you know, so we're in New York. And New York is, is a very segregated place. People don't realize that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, well, at least back then it, it was. It still kind of is, but you have gentrification now. Mm-hmm. But back then you had your black neighborhoods. And when I say black, that included everybody so you were either black a black person with a with an accent yeah. you know either you spoke Spanish you came from the south you from the Caribbean you yes. from the but we all just said black
0: mm-hmm. there was
1: no differentiation yeah right so um so I had neighbors who were from Puerto Rico Dominican Republic people from mm-hmm. everywhere yeah. where, you know where my friends and my neighbors were growing up yeah. and um and so I'm saying that because my brothers and I we were we were we were homeschooled even though we went to school we were homeschooled okay and the first school that I went to from when I was two was a afrocentric um, school oh, for wow. early childhood it was connected to city College because my mother was a film student at City College mm-hmm. that's where she won her award mm-hmm. um, and it was started the school was started by a uh, black scholars professor James small yes. who people see a lot now in the um in the media, because he's 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 part yes, of Godfather so. of Harlem, mm-hmm. and he's been do- speaking out a lot of other things. And Dr. Geraldine Price, we call her Mama Jerry. Mm. So they started this school in 1981. So I was part of that first cohort, cohort when they revitalized the City College Child Development Center. That's amazing. So so um so being in that school, which is open classroom, the way they taught was totally different. Mm-hmm. Being homeschooled at home from my mother. By the time I got to kindergarten. They wanted to put me in third grade. <laughs> I was writing, doing math. Wow. I was reading whole books. So I like mm-hmm. when it came to story time in kindergarten, yeah. I was reading the books to the class. I would sit on my teacher's lap and read the stories.
0: That's amazing. You know, there's and something different about homeschooling inv- too.
1: Right. And she would give me advanced work I was in the class. Mm-hmm. So then what happened was because, you know, a whole other issue, there's no gifted and talented programs in the black communities. Really? So we had to be bused to the white schools. Mm -hmm. And this is part of the reason why I'm doing my doctoral research now on this topic, because that's a, you know, that's an important topic. Yeah, it's very important. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, to get more information on that whole gifted and talented um, piece. So I ended up being bused to the white schools. So I went to the white school for the intellectually gifted program in an Italian Mm -hmm. neighborhood. I'm getting called the N-word every day, fighting and, you know, they spitting in my food they try to jump me. Yeah. Like everything you could think of but at the so same do time do
0: no wrong you know so
1: yeah. right you know yeah. but no I fought. I just think it's it was yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a fighter I'm a, yeah. you know mm-hmm. so my parents you know looking always looking for something else you know so that's why I was in all of these programs since I was since I was young yeah because they wanted something to supplement so that way I knew who I was definitely and whenever somebody said something or misinformation came my way in school you could especially educate being in an all white environment. Right. I could either educate or at least I could defend myself mm-hmm. or at least I would know what the truth is. Like I know what answer they want. Yeah. But at least for myself, I wouldn't get brainwashed to not understand what's really happening. Yeah. And what the truth is. So I know, yes. OK, this is your answer. But this is what the real answer is. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm you going know, to the genuine steps.
0: culture. So you were able to tell them, listen, let me teach you something, which is wonderful. Yes. Um, yes. It's just wonderful. So, yeah.
1: So from there, I ended up leaving that school in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And then my parents found the Talented and Gifted School, which is a specialized school in East Harlem, mm-hmm. that you had to take several tests, IQ tests, all of these things. Wow. So I tested into the school, and then I ended up going there. Mm-hmm. And since it's gifted and talented, they had arts. So the dance company that I ended up in, they had a dance program in that school. So that's how I got connected with Mama Jewel Love. Okay. Who... Um, who wants to connect it to New Haven. Yes. from a dance ensemble that just graced the stage for Juneteenth last year. Mm-hmm. And then the and then before the pandemic, that's her company. So I yes. was with her since I was 10 years old. So she gave me my prof- professional, pre professional um um opportunity yeah. because she was the assistant director of the dance company mm-hmm. of the program. Mm-hmm. So when I was in her class in fifth grade, somebody such as a solo. They got scared they didn't go out so you know I had that confidence. There I you went go. out and I did it. The mm-hmm. plan, you're not supposed to leave the circle empty. Mm-mm. If it's empty it's fair games. So I went yeah. out there and I did it. So then, that was <laughs> it. Yeah that was it. Yeah. And so then afterwards she took me she took me right to the company and you know the rest was history. I was with her beautiful you know ever since, all the way up until you know Lupus diagnosis. I was with yeah. her, you know, all of that time. You yeah. know, so through that program I was exposed to a lot of, you know, phenomenal dancers, dance mm-hmm. teachers, teaching artists. That's how I connected with with Robin Williams, who was a legendary black ballerina yes, yes, who yes, yes, started yes, Uptown Dance Academy where, you know, I began teaching straight yeah. out of high school. And, you know, so where my fabulous dancers that I was bringing up,
0: mm-hmm. was all my
1: ballerinas and everybody, they came from that school. Those are students that I trained there. So it's just an ongoing circle. Yeah. But when I was in this program, uh-huh. so me, I was... I was the the top of the younger kids yes. and the bottom of the older kids, so I was always in rehearsal because I had to learn the advanced stuff and I had to learn the beginning stuff, intermediate everything, right? So, being that I was in that position, on my off time when they're like if one group was doing something and yes. you know, I'm over here, mm-hmm. and, you know, I would sit with Spanky because Spanky also drummed for Drums. the dance company, mm-hmm. so that's when I got my African drumming training okay in rehearsal from, but i wanted to know the rhythms we danced to so i'm like well show me this rhythm what's this break you know explain this to me so that's it gets how, you I, into the music yes. classes. Mm-hmm. it was in, it was in between what i was doing mm-hmm. he um he took me to the side embraced me he saw you know that i had a talent of course he knew who you know my father was yeah so that's how i started african drumming very so, natural yeah it was yeah. very 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 natural. natural so from this program is just I just met so many different artists, so many different mm-hmm. teachers. And then when I, when I, um, cause I ended up changing. So I went to like eight different schools by the time I got to 10th grade.
0: Wow. Eight.
1: Um, yes, because I, it, was different. Either, it was either not challenging or I was dealing with racism.
0: Uh, there were so many challenges and I'm glad that oh, you wow. were able to defeat them. Yeah. And it's just um, amazing. This is the thing you're telling me. I'm, I'm soaking it in. So I'm learning. I'm really, really learning. I know you know you, but now I know you know you know you, (laughs) but um, you're listening to, once again, you know who I am, Marcy Lynn, um, on WNHHLP 103.5, broadcasting live from downtown New Haven. We're streaming on live Facebook forward slash New Haven Independent, or you can go to newhavenindependent.org and hit on Marcy Lynn, or once again. Marceline, once again, I can't even say my own show name, <laughs> but <laughs> I am sitting with the beautiful and talented international teaching Hanan Amin. and I want to ask that question: All of this that you share, you're teaching constantly. What? When did you start that? Like, what made you know, okay, it's time for me to start my village, arts education, and in general. Where did you start? Like,
1: it was a gradual thing mm-hmm. because, again, going back to how gifted students mm-hmm. are, are taught. Yeah. Um, because I was gifted mm-hmm. in school, I was always that that student who was finished first, and then I start talking to everybody. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, so I have like all A's, and then it comes to behavior, it talks too much, right? Mm-hmm. That way, right. so um, so my teachers would have me tutor my classmates. Yes. So I was that designated student. I was that, that teacher's assistant doing everything mm-hmm. to help the teacher and help my classmates. Teenage and teacher. So, <laughs> yeah, well, not even teenage, just mm-hmm. started, this started in, well, I was doing it in kindergarten and then it, it continued more so all the way throughout, honestly, because I was always in these positions. But when I was in junior High School, there was a student she was um there was a student in my class that i was designated to tutor that was eighth grade Mm -hmm. that's when it became like you're this is what you're definitely doing so that started from eighth grade and actually in fifth grade i choreographed the holiday show Mm -hmm. for our school so we had a ballet dance a church dance hip-hop and Mm -hmm. you know so i choreographed the show Mm -hmm. That that was that's when i was 10. and when i was 15 i started teaching because I had went through my Rites of Passage. I did a full year yes. program, Rites of Passage. Dr. John Henry Clark was one of my mm-hmm. mentors there. And this was started by Sister Gwen Gilliard. It was called STARS Program yes. to Journal Truth Adolescents' rights, rights Society. Wow. And there's a dance component. So they always bring back one of the graduates to teach. Mm-hmm. So when I was in 10th grade, um, after I graduated, and this is after I went to France too. So we went to France, the dance company that I was with. We went to France to perform for mm-hmm. a cultural exchange. Um, and so they um, they had me teaching at an elementary school in Harlem. Actually, the school my mother was mm-hmm. teaching. So after school, I had a dance program where I was teaching African dance to the students and also teaching for the um, the rites of passage program. Yeah. So that's when I was fifteen. That's when I was fifteen. And then in school. Because again, I told you I changed all of these schools, right? Yes. I changed schools like almost almost every year. Oh, so ninth grade I had a super racist teacher. Oof. who my my, it my you know I don't how bad it was. Top performing student, my chair was in the hallway. What? My chair was in the hallway because the teacher targeted me because she was very racist. She would say things. Nobody suffered like the Irish. And again, this is why I'm going through my rites of passage. I'm coming oh, in with oh. books. Yes, I'm still having books on the desk. Uh-huh. Boom. On this page, Carter G. Woodson says. Da, yes. da, da, da. Over mm-hmm. here, Coming here, Jufu says mm-hmm. here. Amos Wilson says, yes. like I'm coming at her. Anything yeah. she said, I was, re- I was ready. Yes. I was so ready. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Life
0: changing for her. <laughs> so right. listen, I'm gonna right. I'm so gonna teach you. My
1: mother had to remove me from the school.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's how bad it got. Yeah, she, she had to
0: remove you. Yeah, because
1: mm-hmm. the, the the administration did nothing. Black principal yeah. did nothing. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nothing. They were, right? were
0: Powerless. You know considering the time frame
1: and they moved this woman up in the board of ed. you look her up she say anyway that's a whole other conversation listen
0: we have um, to have another show on that one that's the the way it works though that's society that's you know social injustice
1: Mm -hmm. i believe everything Mm -hmm. happens for a reason Mm -hmm. so because of that experience i ended up going to science skills center high school in brooklyn because i was at a philip Randolph Mm -hmm. in harlem so i ended up going to science skills in brooklyn Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. and it's a brand new school that was started by a black man by mm-hmm. brother michael a johnson because yes. he is he had science skills inc it was an after-school program that he turned to a high school this is when this was in the 90s this is when they started those new vision schools yes so like how you see all these small schools now that have mm-hmm. these different focuses yeah. that didn't exist back then this is mm-hmm. the first time they did that yeah so, so that's science the beginning skills of center, it yes the beginning of it so science skills center back then mm-hmm. um was a uh, gifted and talented school for black students.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, it's right. wonderful. So,
1: right, so it was a brand new school. So now mm-hmm. here's the catch for me: mm-hmm. I came there tenth for tenth grade.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right, so okay. brand new school. All they had was ninth and tenth grade. I was supposed to graduate at like fifteen, sixteen.
0: Uh huh. You would because
1: I was advanced. I yeah. already I already completed tenth and eleventh yeah. grade courses. Mm-hmm. Because my in my junior high school, everything I did, I was always ahead of myself. sitting in the hallway sets back right even then i was mm-hmm. still advancing because my mm-hmm. parents again like i got told you, they had this other program of course i was doing college i was doing college algebra in freshman year mm-hmm. i was doing calculus when i was when i was in fifth grade mm-hmm. but this is outside of school in these afrocentric programs mm-hmm. we were doing comedic science and mathematics we were doing all of these things outside of Outside of school, yeah, so and like now prepared. we have the
0: charter schools that are doing the, like the same, because uh, right, you know, my daughter's in but
1: these. Were, but these were programs. So mm-hmm. what happened yeah. was in Harlem, you had the black scholars who were doing free programs in the community. Okay, so we were taking these classes as a, as a family. Wonderful. For so wow. you know, so my parents took advantage of you know all the opportunities that they I'm saw. I'm listening, like you know,
0: just knowing so, that you brought that here to New Haven. So yeah. you know. <laughs>
1: we needed but it. that's how i we, started but this is how i started really yeah, teaching because yeah. there was no dance program mm-hmm. we were in the basement of new york city technical college there was no windows it, we're trying to do the science experiments. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the room temperature is just, it's, just it's whatever wrong. <laughs> It's, oh my god <laughs> was Literally. it outlets for plugs
0: for fans not not
1: what yeah. what's what, what, a fan what's what is a that they what <laughs> had on hats and gloves uh-huh. Yeah, it was but we made the most of we yes you know, we made the most we made the most and so i started teaching this mm-hmm. because again i already did the 10th grade yes i already did my 10th grade classes something to do so i repeated the 10th grade when i went to the mm-hmm. school mm-hmm. so i had a lot of free time you know I ended up graduating. You probably got through the tenth grade degrees.
0: halfway through, you were done already. You know, so I was already I was mm-hmm. finished when I started because mm-hmm. I <laughs> yeah. did all my tenth grade classes
1: yeah. already. Yeah. So I saw I started teaching dance. Yeah. At the school while I was a student, tenth and eleventh grade, I was the dance teacher.
0: That's wonderful.
1: Absolutely wonderful. And then twelfth grade is when they brought um a dance teacher. When they brought Mama Pat Dye. Back then she was just, you know, Miss Die, mm-hmm. but now she's Mama, Mama. Patricia Dye. Mm-hmm. And again, New Haven, um inclusion last year juneteenth she danced with me on stage for the elder honor i know it was I me my dance that. owner reina Pell, who's my dance captain for keepers mm-hmm. of the culture performance arts company yeah. and my dance mom Mama Pat Dye. so she um can't you know so she's still you know yeah. obviously in my life and, yes. and everything yes. as that's my wonderful. dance mom but mm-hmm. that that's how i started dancing i mean i mm-hmm. did that's how i started teaching that teaching. Was, that's what was mm-hmm. what started my teaching career because once i graduated high school mm-hmm. Robin Williams, who was my ballet teacher mm, at Repertory but, Dance Company in East Harlem, she had her school, Uptown Dance Academy, Yes, that was in National Black Theater at the time. They had, they did the parade, because every year they did the African American Day Parade. Yeah, she saw me, she was breaks. like, I've been looking for you. Come <laughs> teach at my school. I was yes. like, okay. okay. <laughs> so I came, I started teaching, mm-hmm. and then I became the assistant director, yeah. and then everything just went from Where there. there? Went Thousands of students, including Talia Campbell, who's a star now, Alvin Ailey, Gabrielle Hamilton, amazing. who's a star on Broadway, Wade Bryant, who's a star with the stretching, using mm-hmm. my my stretching methodologies, yes. working with with celebrities and every and you know the list goes on and on and yes, on. yes it does. But that that's what started the the teaching. Yes. you know the, the teaching started there, and I started I was choreographing for. The CUNY colleges, mm-hmm. um, you, you name it. I choreographed for independent artists, major yes. artists, with videos, and mm-hmm. you know, and I started my own school, Missing Nights Dancing Beyond. Yes, but I also went, you know, into the actual teaching world. Mm-hmm. 2005, I became, um, a teacher in the public, an actual certified teacher and classroom uh, teacher mm-hmm. in the Board of Education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so that was all this
0: New York culture, all these things in New York. And you come to New Haven. Why did you bless us? Why did you bless us? What made you come to us here in New Haven?
1: Actually, lupus brought me to New Haven.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. All right. Because, because it, of, in 2010, I was diagnosed with lupus. I was uh-huh. still teaching in yes. the Board of Ed. I was a tenured teacher teacher at Brownsville Academy High School. Mm-hmm. I, um, I finished my first master's. Actually, it hit when I was in my... I just finished my first year of my second master's. Oh, at Baruch wow. College to become a principal. I did my Masters of Educational Leadership okay. with an Advanced Certificate in School Building Leadership. So it hit when I was at my last year, and um, and then I'm teaching. I'm teaching in the classroom. I'm in a wheelchair. I have canes. I'm in with the later. Mm-hmm. Like nothing stopped me, no. you know. But then I almost had. I had a heart attack scare at work. It was um. On- I was on um break. The school they was. They tried that, You know. They did everything they could to accommodate me they put my prep and lunch together so I can have a long rest in between my classes. Oh, wow. That's good. And being in the dance studio was dark. I had my mat. So I was, you know, be able to, to rest. Yes. So I'm, you know, I'm taking my rest and then mm-hmm. I'm showing us a breath, heart palpitations. And, you know, so I called mm-hmm. to the office and you know, I went out on a stretcher to the, to the ambulance. And after that, the board of ed, you know, the lawyers got involved for the board of ed cause now I'm a liability. Mm-hmm. So then yeah. they went within five minutes, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm, I'm a dance teacher. Oh, what else do you What else do? You do? Well, I just finished my certification to yeah. be a principal. Oh, well, if you would have got a degree in social work, click unfit to work.
0: Really? Five minutes. Five minutes. Yep.
1: Because I had lupus. They said I couldn't teach.
0: Oh, wow.
1: They said I couldn't teach. They said I couldn't be a principal in Mm-mm. their system. Which would lead to agitation because I'm like, okay, you're saying that in your system, that doesn't mean I can't.
0: So that's what made you start programs, any, yeah.
1: So right, so yeah. when I came to New, so I, because I had my dance school open, Mr. not Dance and Beyond, mm-hmm. was a brick and mortar in Brooklyn. I had just opened it. I had to give people money back. I had to close the school. I was yeah. in a wheelchair. I was in out of the hospital. I thought I was never going to do any of this stuff again. No. Right. So like, I couldn't. I couldn't live on my own. I had no income because. Yeah. I wasn't teaching, Mm -hmm. you know, because of my age and my education, I kept getting denied disability. It took me three years to get this, to get approved for disability. Mm -hmm. Right. So I came here in 2012 and again, I couldn't drive. I couldn't Mm -hmm. cook for myself. Mm -hmm. My mother would have to literally feed me. She had to cut my food up. Yes. Like it was, and it's like, even now, like normally I would, I would have had to have glasses on. I'd be in the dark Mm -hmm. because the photosensitivity was bad. It was, I was just really going through it. You know, I was in and out of the hospital. Yeah, like the the I was like VIP in the emergency yes. room. Right? Oh, I up and they're like, "Hey, you back here?" Yeah, like, that's you know. just not what you
0: want to be, though. So, right? Explain well, lupus for people that lupus. don't understand. Explain lupus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of people don't understand, and I have multiple people that have it, and they all have a different explanation because it's such a different type of diagnosis. Yes. I call it a diagnosis.
1: Yes. yes. So lupus <coughs> is an autoimmune disease. Auto meaning self. Mm-hmm. So the body attacks itself. So I think I look at it as this, this is how I explain it. The immune system, right, is a bully mm-hmm. for us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Because our immune system is overactive, right? It's hyperactive. Mm-hmm. It doesn't turn off. It's like can't stop, won't stop, right? It's worth yeah. in the videos, right? And I it um so it's like take a light switch that you turn on. And it breaks the the piece, break break the piece that you use to to control it. So now it's just on.
0: It's right? Stuck. So
1: oh. that's what happens with our our nerves, right? Mm-hmm. It's like something turns on the pain receptors and never shuts them off. And it doesn't shut off. So we're just in constant pain. And there's nothing going on inside. It's yeah. like, you know, cause you know how you get sick, mm-hmm. the immune system kicks in, it's like, mm-hmm. oh boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. And then they go to sleep. It's like they're not going to sleep. It's just no, fighting it's just... everything. And it's like, yo, you're hitting like Like, we're friends. Like, wait a minute. We on the same
0: This me. This is me, like, this
1: you know, is it's me it's fighting weird. with me.
0: Why are you fighting me? Right.
1: right. Mm-hmm. You know? So so that's what happens. So the body doesn't recognize itself. And everybody's different. Some people, it attacks mm-hmm. their organs, right? Like Nick mm-hmm. Cannon. Right? You see him with his yeah. dry walking stick. He has lupus. He has lupus nephritis. It attacks mm-hmm. his kidneys. Right? Selena Gomez. She had a kidney transplant. Um... Trick Daddy has lupus. Seal mm-hmm. has lupus. Mm-hmm. There's so many artists that have that are, have lupus, but it presents in different ways. Yes. For me, it's musculoskeletal, mm. and that's another reason why, like you're saying, it's hard to diagnose. And people describe it differently because yes. everybody experiences A it different. differently.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, and it presents different and it mimics so many things. Yeah. Like yesterday, I went to the doctor. I'm telling them what I'm feeling. They tested me for COVID and flu. I'm like, I have lupus. So yes, I'm going to be in pain. Yes, I'm going to have shortness of breath. Yeah. I don't have any illness. And of course, Mm-mm. everything came back negative. Mm-hmm. Like it's lupus.
0: Woo-hoo. Yeah. Everything com- comes back like like <laughs> when COVID was around, everything was COVID. So with you, right. yeah, it's like everything. And loose. I'm like
1: I wouldn't even know if I had it. Or not. I not I'm looking at it's the same thing. I've been dealing with this for forever. 12 years. Forever. That's a long time. You know, and I never had, you know, I never and it's amazing because it. every
0: time I see you dance or perform, I go, you know, that's what you can do. You know, yeah, it's the beauty mm. in the movement. You know? and
1: that's the thing people don't realize. How do you do everything like with it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I'm like, how does she do? De- like, how's she doing that?
1: <laughs> Mama Jalen told me, you finish? Alright, get up. Uh, That's why. Oh, Great Listen,
0: up. from the cry. From after yes. the crying at 7, you were done yes. with that. There's no, there's, there's no more <laughs> whining, complaining, and you know, yes. the best part of it is the strength that you can show other people with lupus. So, you know, it's a beautiful yes. thing. And um, I just really appreciate you as a per- per- person because you are one of the people that keeps culture alive for us here in New Haven. So when tell me a little bit more about your programs. I know you have other things that you want to discuss too, but I really wanted to learn more about your programs here. And then I want to learn about your programs in Senegal. Ooh. Yeah. Okay.
1: So and it also it all ties in, right? Because like you Mm -hmm. asked what brought me here. Yeah. So I'm literally laying on the couch here. Mm -hmm. Right. And this is like three weeks since I show up mm-hmm. and I already had the, I had the job, um, interviewed. There was an opening at neighborhood music school. So I started teaching there. Mm-hmm. I teach and dance there. And, uh, but you know, I'm laying on the couch and there's gunshots. This was like in a three week span, mm-hmm. my neighbor across the street, her son gets shot in the head oh, so, Jesus. around, around the corner two other young um, men are are um, killed. Mm. And then they... Some people were setting up... Um, I think it was the pizza delivery. They were trying to set them up to rob them or something happened. And It was just so much happening Chaos. in this area over here by Shelton mm-hmm. and all of this stuff. Chaos in New yeah,
0: unfortunately.
1: So, and I'm just like... If they only knew who they were... Yes. Then they would stop. Too. They would stop this. Yes. But for you to know who you are, you have to... You, for, you to for you to recognize... And appreciate somebody else's life. You have to recognize the importance of yourself, yourself. love yourself, mm-hmm. and appreciate your own life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, before you can extend that outward, which is why I started. Africa is me,
0: because
1: mm-hmm. I said if they knew who they were, if they knew they were brothers and sisters, then they would stop. They would think first before they take somebody off the planet. Definitely. Like we, we had disagreements. We used to, like I said, hey, I was a fighter. Listen, listen. We fight. I fought. Yeah. Okay. But you live. You live. Oh fuck. Yeah. But you live, right? Mm-hmm. You still mm-hmm. here. You know what I mean. That was it. Nobody's trying to, to wipe you out. Mm-hmm. You know. So that's how Africa's Me got started. And so I went to my auntie Diane. You know, Diane Brown at the library, yes, at the library, mm-hmm. and we started the Africa's Me program. That was supposed to be, and it was supposed to be once a year. I was going to do a once a year Black History Month. Mm-hmm. When I did that first one. That was it. They were like, yeah, okay, we're not, we're not waiting next year for this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. She said, oh, I I, tr- uh, I, made a few of them. And I was like, oh, I just want to be there for everyone. And during, to explain that program, like the event, like the agenda of whenever you had those, it's just, you just got so much in that, crammed in that little bit of time. And you brought it home with you. And I think a lot of people brought a lot of it home with them. There were people that I know didn't miss any. <laughs> so... Explain yeah, the agenda, yeah. like what the event
1: was. Okay, and we definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate you all your support and everything. Even when I had the dance program at Lincoln basket you were making our costumes and everything and parade. But thank you so much for for all of that and everybody who has been supporting. yes But Africa, so Africa is me, is a is a program based on the arts education curriculum. Mm-hmm. So, well, let me explain arts education first, because mm-hmm. then that'll help explain yes. the program. Mm-hmm. So art education is a curriculum that um, that I created is influenced heavily with um mama pat die my dance mom mm-hmm. it's it's based on how I was it's basically how I was taught right because like I said I was in these gifted programs and my parents had me in these afrocentric programs that were um arts based steam based mm-hmm. so like for me I didn't see any separation mm-hmm. in the the different of content areas, mm-hmm. right? So it's just the way that I see things is just different because it's just how I was taught. Mm-hmm. And so art education is the interdisciplinary application of the arts as creative sciences mm-hmm. combined with traditional academic subjects and culture. So there's no separation. Yeah. So like, for example, in, in, in African dance class with Mama Jewel or, or Mama Taylor, mm-hmm. you know, by, or, you know, Baba Chug, Mama Pat, but, mm-hmm. you know, with all of my teachers, you know when you learn african dance it's not just a movement that you're learning yes. you're learning who are the, who are the people who did this where did they do this mm-hmm. why did they do this mm-hmm. what did they wear why did they wear it what mm-hmm. was the climate what's the environment like what's the meaning what's the history of the people what is the language what's the region like we're learning all all about the people all and it about makes the, the
0: movement region. take character it's kind of like well, yes. I, I I do Middle Eastern dance as often as I can um, <laughs> with um, right. Kelvia. So you know, in everything she has a story and it makes the movement gives it character. Because now you know, yes. you know where it came from and why it is, and. I know you do that a lot harry's giving me the five minutes she gave me five minutes so we have like okay. a couple more minutes Okay.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly so with africa is me mm-hmm. every that's why every activity that we do has a meaning has a purpose We like we you know we're making keychains we make braces we make mm-hmm. baskets mm-hmm. but it's not just oh i made a keychain mm-hmm. right there's a mathematical equation that you have to solve yes. so you know how much string you how much string you need mm-hmm. you have to create your patterns and plan so you know what your outcome, what you want your yes. outcome to be, so you know exactly how many beads that you need mm-hmm. it's all about creative thinking, it's about mathematics, it's mm-hmm. about science, entrepreneurship, like everything that we do is related to a theme it's related to a cultural theme,, yes. and it's about students thinking for themselves, thinking creatively, thinking critically, analyzing, understanding, mm-hmm. and having a place to also speak because those discussions mm-hmm. you know they last for a long time because the students the children they they see everything that's happening but a lot of time, adults tell them a watered down version, or don't tell them what's happening, mm-hmm. and they have questions. And it's like we have to tell the youth, listen to the youth, to see what their questions definitely, are, and definitely, and really explain to them what is really happening, because that's they're going to be adults, so they have to know. Africa's so there's me. There's a way mm-hmm. that you say it. There's a way you explain it. Mm-hmm. You know, so we do all of that with the Africa's me, also teaching them about about the maps, how to use a map, what what it is, and you know, the dancing, the drumming, mm-hmm. you know, all of that comes together. So when they come out, everybody, no matter where they, no matter where you're from, mm-hmm. can have some connection to see that. Oh, Africa is me. Yes, I can relate to yes. this other culture. I can yes. relate and also understand that Africa is not a country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <right>? it's
0: <continent. laughs> right? Okay, so it's a whole, whole continent. Okay, world. with a whole lot right. of little, <laughs> yeah. Right. But tell me about Senegal. The the last couple of minutes, we got about two minutes. So tell me about Senegal, Senegal, please. Okay, so... She's teaching in... Wait, wait, let me interrupt you. She's teaching in Senegal. Okay? I just want to make sure you guys understand. When I say international teacher, I mean international teacher.
1: So this Senegal... So what I'm doing in Senegal is cultural exchange in Senegal. I'm also writing curriculum for a school um, out there. And training teachers and teaching classes, mm-hmm. uh, working with artists. So I came out there to, to assess the arts and culture mm-hmm. sectors. I came there through, you know, artification yes. to do this work during the during the pandemic when mm-hmm. everything shut down. I was out, okay. Mm-hmm. But, um, but this this started from the pandemic because everything was shut down. So again. When I went to Science Francisco High School, Mama Pat died. She is connected to Dance Africa mm-hmm. and Brooklyn Academy of Music. One when minute. I was a senior, they just started infusing students. So yes. I became a part of that program. Yes. So I've been in, involved with Dance Africa ever since. Every year, they bring a different country. Yeah. 2016, they brought Senegal. I Beautiful. connected to one of the dancers, Baby Ba. We stayed in contact. During the pandemic, I started virtual classes. So that way, my brothers and sisters mm-hmm. on the continent could earn money. Because mm-hmm. we had ways to earn money here. Wonderful. They didn't. Yeah. So once everything was shut down here, I said, wait, They all they need is Wi-Fi. That means all I need is Wi-Fi. Yes. So then I went mm-hmm. for a month to work with them and then I was still teaching here and I just would go back and i go back and forth. You know, Trying to escape winter even though I'm Beautiful. here in the
0: winter. I thank you so much for your time. I thank you so much for this interview. I love you. And I
1: love you too. I will
0: see you soon. Yes. And once again... You're listening to Marcy Lynn once again on WNHH LP 103.5. New Haven Independent Community Radio. La to you. Love you, love you, love you, Hanan. Dance yeah, <laughs> <Bounce> out. You.
1: <laughs>
0: thank you. Stop drugs if you want to
1: get higher.